Welcome back to another episode of Empowerment Hour. We are your hosts, Maria Shapley and Annie Bryson, bringing you spiritual insights to personal growth. Today, we're going to continue our discussion on improving relationships by talking about intimate relationships. And we mean intimate relationships um, that you have with a boyfriend or girlfriend or a partner, husband or spouse. Um, And that one relationship you get to experience, some people call this your soulmate. But we're going to uh, talk about some ways you can improve your relationships that you have and make them be as loving and fulfilling as possible. And also, if you are single, how to attract your soulmate. Yes. All right. So this is our part two episode of relationships. (laughs) This is going to be fun. Okay. So let's first uh, bring in some facts about this type of relationship when you're in an intimate relationship. I just want to start by telling you, did you know that when you are first, um, when you find someone you're attracted to, your brain chemistry actually changes right at the beginning. You meet someone that you're really interested in, you're super attracted to, and then what happens is your brain starts to release oxytocin which is called the love hormone for a reason. (laughs) Oxytocin is responsible for our feelings of attachment and intimacy. So you have your oxytocin be released, but then your brain also releases dopamine, which um, activates your reward pathways in the brain. And this is actually the addiction part of, of the love that comes in. So you know how you just can't get enough of someone when you're first with them? That's actually because dopamine is being released and it's just making you crave being with them. It's honestly um, the same thing that kind of when you're on drugs and you just can't get enough of that, it's kind of the same thing. So you are kind of addicted to that person. That love feeling is going on and your brain is releasing these chemicals into your body. Um, So what is happening is your brain and hormones are kind of taking over your body. And Ramona Zabrinsky, a marriage men- mentor, says that this effect actually lasts in your body for about six to eight months, that you are really attracted to this person. You can't get enough of them. Your energy is turned on high and you feel amazing. So I know during this phase, when in the past, when I've met someone, I was on such a cloud nine that I couldn't even eat much. I hardly slept, but I still felt great. Maria, have you ever experienced that? Uh, Yeah, (laughs) it's a great feeling. Yes, yeah. And okay, so I have a lot of clients that call me for a reading during this period of time when they've met someone new. And their question for me always is, this my soulmate? Is this person that I feel so great around my soulmate? So here's where it gets a little tricky, okay? Because you can still fall head over heels for a person and they might not be your soulmate, um, but you are highly attracted to them. And this is human the human nature in us because we are supposed to find partners and mate. It's just humanity. It's what we do. It's our biological makeup. So you are initially attracted to the physical part of this person And it feels really good, but it doesn't necessarily mean that they are 100% your soulmate. So I want you all to kind of keep that in mind and understand what's going on in your body when you're meeting this new person. 
So after the six to eight months, um, that's when the initial feelings start to change. Things start to um, shift a little bit. Your body is your your um, hormones. The chemistry is not being dumped in so much. And personally, as a healer and working with many clients one on one, um, I find, generally speaking, that when you are in a new relationship, most people are on their best behavior for about two, two and a half years. You are honestly presenting the best of yourself. You want to you want to attract this person. You want to keep this person. But eventually, in every relationship, our stuff starts to come to the surface. We have to work on our issues. And, um, you know, we are all here to learn from each other and to grow our souls. So eventually, no matter who you are with or who you find, we your stuff comes up and you're going to work on yourself no matter what. So I kind of wanted to explain that to people. If, they're, if you've ever been in a place where you're like, wow, this person was so great, and then somehow they changed. It's not that they changed, it's that their their issues, their stuff, their, their soul growth is starting to come out so they can start making changes in life to be their best, highest, greatest, good self. Mm-hmm. Um, but hopefully you understand um, what chemically is happening at first. So when you meet someone, you understand why you're feeling that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I also, um, just to piggyback on that for a minute, I think that relationships, you get into them to either heal or they can be toxic. And you can, I mean, that's actually be another episode, but you can know right away, like, what are the flags? What are the signs to know right away? Is this either my soulmate? Is this a good partner for me? Is it not? And that comes through trusting your intuition, what, you know, we're all about. Um, But, but yeah. Okay. So we want to get in relationships that are healthy and healing and what are the indicators of of knowing what that is? It's like being true to yourself and listening. How does this person make me feel when I'm around them? Um, all right, you know, um, yeah. first tool we can give you finding your perfect mate, okay, is to work on yourself because who you are is going to attract something similar to you. It is about loving yourself and honoring yourself to find the person who completes you. You wanna be happy Whole and complete first. And the person who enters into your life is just an addition. They enhance the quality of your life. They don't make your life. It's like when two people come together, I have my world in my circle. You have your world in your circle and we're going to collide them together and have one together, but you don't leave your circle to hop in the other. You know what I mean? So you don't abandon yourself. And I find I've been there. I'm just kind of talking right now, but I've been on that road before in relationships to tell a quick story of abandoning myself or betraying myself in relationship to make something work because I didn't work on myself. I was operating on a place of old patterns, beliefs, behaviors, and wounding that I didn't heal from my childhood. And I got into these relationships because I thought they were going to provide me with something I needed. And it showed me my deepest wounds. So although they they were hard experiences, it showed me what I needed to heal. And that's why before entering a relationship, you kind of want to do the inner work. You do want to do the inner work and love yourself before entering in one, because then you'll know, you know what, this is a good one or this isn't, you know? Um, Yeah. And yeah. And, um, you know, we don't want to go into a relationship thinking that this person's going to save me or rescue me or make me this or that. 
it's you're meeting someone as an equal you're already you're already happy and this is just going to make you better bring out the best in you yeah I love that (laughs) I just want to say I love that thank you for being so honest and real that that's true that's true um I always like to tell my clients like this is how your relationship should be it shouldn't be that you need each other you're holding on to each other you can't survive you Mm -hmm. should both be here and, mm-hmm. and it should enhance your life and enjoy your life. I mean, okay, this is funny. Have you ever noticed all the love songs or, oh, I can't live without you. I can't breathe without you. you Jesus. Know? <laughs> I know I, after listening to some of those songs, I'm like, oh my gosh, that's horrible. You should be able to live your life without yeah, depending you're... on somebody else. <laughs> right. Yes. It's so true. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, definitely working on yourself. And one way of doing that, a tool you can use is work that we both do through intuitive coaching is doing some type of energy work, intuitive coaching or counseling to help you clear any blocks that you may not even be aware of, or you are aware of. um, So you can be open to having a really fulfilling, magical relationship. And this will help you attract a better mate as well. Yes. 100%. Okay. The second tool that um, I like to have people use, and I've used this too, is visualization. We talked about this in a relationship um, episode that we did a while ago about love, but visualizing is really important. So if you're looking for a new love, you want to start to visualize what you would like in that person. Most marriage experts say to write down a list of qualities that you want the person to have. But I always find it's good to visualize also how you feel with the person. I know that sounds funny. Visualize how you feel. So, okay, I want you, if you're thinking of the perfect person, instead of picturing what their face looks like in their body, what does it feel like to hold their hand? Do you want to hold hands? Or does it feel comforting? Does it feel good to hold their hands? Or um, visualize what it feels like for them to cuddle you and hug you, you know, bring in that you're so you're not, again, you're not looking at the face or the body, you're just feeling someone wrapping their arms around you. You can even visualize what movies you're going to watch together. Imagine sitting on the couch, don't look at the person, just feel the person sitting next to you. And what movie do you want to watch? What's on the TV playing with that perfect partner that you want to attract? Are you into rom uh, rom coms? I always say <laughs> that word always <laughs> messes me up. Romances, or do you like funny movies, or are you into thrillers and you love that your new mate is here and you can grab a hold of them and hold on when it's getting all scary and intense? You know, so just <laughs> visualizing what it feels like in that moment um, will also help the universe bring in the right person for you as well. Awesome. Um, okay, I, I do want to add something okay. in here. Something you can do if you're looking to attract a partner on a piece of paper, write down in one column, these are my needs. I need this in a partner. Another column that says once. So it's something like I want it, but I don't need it. And then the third column is my hell knows. I I did this exercise. <laughs> um. Yeah, I ended up, yeah, I mean, it's kind of interesting. 
some like I met someone the next day. It was kind of interesting. Um, but that's another story. But that is putting it pen to paper and being clear on what you want is uh, something to be said about that. So that's something. Okay, um, Maria, what's your hell no? What's one of your hell no's <laughs> that you don't want? My hell no, you can't be a cigarette smoker. If you want to like smoke a cigar here and there, that's fine, whatever. But if you're a cigarette smoker, I can't, can't do it. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's, <laughs> that's interesting. Okay, cool. Okay. Um, I mean, there's more too. Like if you're like cussing all the time, if you're don't take care of your hygiene, um, you know, there's, I mean, if you're abusive, you know, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just got to share with the audience in case you don't know, haven't heard our other episodes. So I am married right now and, and Maria is single. So she's been out dating. So we're on both sides here. Of this episode. We, we got both, both, we got you covered on no matter what's going on. That's right. <laughs> okay. Now, creating a fulfilling relationship with your partner, spouse, significant other, if you are in a relationship, it can be a bit complex at times because every relationship is unique and there are several key elements we're going to go through that will contribute to feeling um, happy to having a healthy, fulfilling uh, relationship. So one would be effective communication. Open and honest communication forms the foundation of a strong relationship. It involves active listening, expressing oneself clearly, and addressing conflicts or issues in a respectful and non-confrontational manner. Two, trust and respect. Trust is crucial in any relationship. Building trust requires honesty, reliability, and consistency. Mutual respect is equally important, recognizing each other's values, boundaries, and autonomy. Three, emotional support. A fulfilling relationship involves providing emotional support and being there for each other during both good and challenging times. It includes empathizing with your partner's needs, emotions, validating their feelings, and offering encouragement and comfort. Oh, I love that one. I mm -hmm. really love that one. Yeah. Okay, four, shared values and goals. This is really important. Aligning values and having common goals help create a sense of purpose and direction within the relationship. And when partners have compatible visions for the future, it strengthens their bond and fosters a shared sense of growth. Number five, quality time and intimacy. Spending quality time together, engaging in shared activities and creating memorable experiences has helped deepen the emotional connection. Intimacy, both physical and emotional, is crucial for maintaining a fulfilling relationship. Number six, individual, oh my gosh, I'm gonna say that right. Individuality and independence. <laughs> Recognizing and respecting each other's individual, indiv oh my goodness, individuality and independence is essential. Each partner should have freedom to pursue personal interests, maintain friendships, and have alone time while still fostering a so strong sense of togetherness. And I, I want to give um, an example of that because that's um, like I talked about here you are. So you want to have shared goals but also still be your own pillars, be your own um, individual and have your own independence. So you are achieving your own personal goals and you can have goals together. It's very healthy for both of you to be able to do that. 
Um, number seven, compromise and flexibility. Okay, this is important. <laughs> Relationships require compromise and flexibility. It's important to balance between individual needs and the needs of the relationship, okay? So it's important to be willing to adapt, negotiate, and find mutually beneficial solutions is the key. So, you know, it's being open to really listening to one another, you know? If you can listen to each other and come to a compromise, a win-win solution that both of you are happy with, that will help your relationship grow and be very strong. Number eight, appreciation and gratitude. Expressing appreciation and gratitude for your partner and their efforts helps cultivate a positive and supportive atmosphere. Regular, regularly acknowledging and valuing each other's contribution, contributions strengthens the relationship. Number nine, um, this is, okay, number nine, conflict resolution. Conflicts are inevitable in any relationship, but it's how they are resolved that matters. Healthy conflict resolution, it involves active listening, seeking, understanding, finding compromises, and working towards a resolution that satisfies both partners. Oh, this is me again. Yeah. Apologies. <laughs> Number 10, continued growth and learning. A fulfilling relationship is characterized by ongoing personal and relationship growth, encouraging each other's individual development, learning from past experiences, and adapting to change contributions to change contribute to overall satisfaction in the partnership. Remember, every relationship is unique and creates fulfillment is created in different ways for different couples. There is no blueprint. So it's important to communicate openly with your partner, to create a safe space, to know that um, I want, I care about you. I want to hear what you have to say and vice versa, understand their needs and desires and work together to build a strong and fulfilling relationship. Yeah, those, that's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> so, okay, so I want to challenge you right now. Like, okay, if you are in a current um, relationship, a committed relationship, just how is your relationship going right now? What do you notice? Uh, do you feel like you're both in sync with one another? Or do you feel like things could be a little bit better? So I just want you to take a moment to think about that, what you have going on. And kind of think back about, um, we just went over, you know, 10 tools that you need to kind of help your relationship strengthen and grow. And if things are not exactly where they need to be, what is something from the list that you could try, work on and see um, what could help strengthen? So for example, if you notice that, um, oh, okay, this is true for me. My husband and I are so busy, it's not even funny. We both own our own businesses. We have two kids, a dog. We are helping our family members all the time. We are running like crazy. And something that we don't always do is quality time. We know we by the time we try to spend a lot of time with our kids and we have relatives and friends reaching out and we don't take time to go on like that one-on-one -on -one date together. So when we find that maybe we're a little out of sync we we try to make a commitment and say okay what time this week could we get together and have a couple hours to ourselves maybe to go to dinner or watch a movie and just have some quality alone time we're not thinking about anything else going on and it really helps us feel reconnected again so that's just some an example that you can do by going back and looking at that list take one of those things and see 
what could you work on to kind of help strengthen your relationship right now? I love that. I love that you guys do that. And I feel that so many people will find that really helpful. Just taking, just, Hey, taking a moment, carve out your schedule. Let's just one night, you know? Yeah. Just a couple hours. Just a hours. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've heard a lot of marriage ex experts say that that is one of the most important things you could do is a, one, a date night once every week. And I'm like, oh my gosh, once a week? So busy, but it really, it creates that bond and it helps you. I mean, it gives you some of the other things we talked about, emotional support for one another, respect for one another, and you can actually communicate open and honestly without the kids running around in the background screaming, you know, or clients calling and interrupting you, you know, I... I am guilty of having my husband will be trying to talk to me and I have a client call and I'm like, oh, sorry, hold on. I got to go talk to somebody. And then I totally interrupt what he was trying to say to me. So, you know, there's all there's always things that we can work on in our relationships. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I just wanted to also add, Maria, I like to when you're trying to visualize your relationship to be happy and healthy. We've done this on other episodes, but we like to say, what would it take? Yeah. We do lots of what would it takes, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, because it focuses the energy in the direction that you want to create. Instead of focusing on the lack, you're focusing on the possibility. Yeah. And bringing in not just your one solution that you think it should be, it opens it up to the universe for thousands of different ways that a solution can come in. So if you're looking to attract a new partner, what would it take to find someone who will love and support me? What would it take for me to find someone who is happy and healthy and enjoys being with me? What would it take to be in love? Um, what would it take to meet the right person? Mm -hmm. And then if you're in a current relationship, you can say, what would it take for us to be happy? What would it take for us to have great communication? What would it take for us to find time for one another? What would it take for us to be on the same page? You know, you can add those things. Um, is there anything else that you could think of for what would it take that would be really good or that you've used Maria? I think what I've used, um, yeah. What would it take to attract the partner that meets my needs? What would it take to attract the partner that's really fulfilling, happy and loving? What would it take to be in a relation committed relationship that's really supportive? What would it take to, um, have all my needs met? What would it take for there to be great communication? What would it take for this to just be fun and easy? Yeah, perfect, perfect. Yeah. You know, you can say those while you're walking, while you're driving, you know, you can easily fit those into your day and kind of help create this good energy and space. Um, okay, so we know relationships are not easy. We <laughs> and, and so we have some two, two things here. So if you're looking for someone and you maybe want to look at working on yourself, we love to work with people and do one-on-one -on -one with clients to help you clear anything that's blocking you from finding that right partner. And if you are in a current relationship, we also, and things are not exactly where you want to be, we also look at shifting things, clearing things, clearing blocks to help you have a really healthy, happy relationship. So if you're interested in doing some one-on-one -on -one with either one of us, you can reach out to us. Maria, how do they reach you if they want to do a session with you? Uh, you can reach me on my website at intuitivecoachmaria.com or you can find me on social media. If you're on there, it's at Maria Shapester. Okay. 
Perfect. And I, you can go to my website, anniebryson.com, and you can find all my information there. I, it's, I do love to help couples be successful and, um, and help people find loving relationships too. So it is possible. We do it with our clients. And if you have any questions, we have a Facebook empowerment hour page that you can go there. Please feel free to put put down any questions or thoughts, or if you've tried some of our exercises in the episodes, let us know how it's going for you because we love your feedback. We love to hear how people are doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right, Maria, do you have anything else you want to add today? I think that's it. Okay, awesome. All right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us today. And so next, the next time we're doing part three relationships, and we're going to focus on family. So we're going to have some tips on what to do to help with family relationships. All right, everyone, have a great day and we'll see you next time.